1: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary.
2: Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: We'll take a glass together. And we will lift it.
0: This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and and everything in between. between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One.
2: Caleb. Hello, Elliot. Cheers. Cheers. Ding. No ding,
0: ding, ding. Uh, crack. Our special guest is uh cheering us with pistachio shells. We have a little snack. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest for this week's episode. Colton Ryan Hello, is here everyone. with us. Hello. Ooh.
1: Hey, Colton. What's up? No, I'm nothing. I'm, I guess I have started the whole thirty night you brought it up. You have really. Well, as a, I, I as mean, guess you're you know doing pistachios. Yeah, I'm doing pistachios right now, so let's just say yeah. 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 But what if you eat the the gummy worms? That's No, I, not... I will, and I'll be strong now. The now whole, that I started. Yeah, whole thirty uh, minutes. It's done now. I'm I'm in yeah. it. Okay. Congrats. Thanks. You're gonna I'm, love it. Actually, have you heard that I'm on the whole thirty now? I actually um, have it. We should talk about it. <laughs> do you guys have uh, do you guys have recipes? Because I have tons I like, throw mm-hmm. um. We are actually we're sponsored by Whole Thirty. Like ba- essentially. Mr. Mr.
0: Mr. Whole Thirty like <laughs> the <laughs> like program, program itself. The idea. Yeah. But you guys, I do have to come complain about something. So this is the second time I've done Whole Thirty. I'm like halfway through what like have you done ten it for? days. Oh yeah. I like it it was really good for me. I lost I lost a lot of weight. I'm a lot healthier. You now. look fantastic. I have a great like thank you so much. Um, but Let's just real that vision y- yesterday. <laughs> no, <laughs> I it's not like I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> um, no, I so yesterday there were donuts at the rehearsal I went to in the morning, and I literally without thinking was like, Donuts, that sounds amazing! and had a donut. Oh, and sounds, you're in the middle of it. Uh huh. And it oh. wasn't until after that I was like, Damn it, oh my god, I'm on all 30. I'm doing a relaxed version anyway, so I'm forgiving myself. Very. How did you react to the the? Cost? I had a headache immediately from the sugar. Wait, really? it, like, yeah. it affects you that fast. Yeah, like an out, like an hour, an hour and a half later, I had a splitting headache. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. So the sugar, my body like felt the sugar, and was like, Mm-mm, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think you're supposed to have that. Well, well I I'm over here, here eating so. gummy worms. So I know, like, but they're so good. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I think, you. I think we're all
1: official New Yorkers now because we spent the first five minutes of that just. I made up a joke about Whole30 and then we were like, yeah. no, but really? Like, Whole30? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talk about it. We've talked about it a lot. I've talked about it to I people guess. in an elevator before just because, like, yeah, it's uh-huh, huge. It's like traffic, it's right? Or like, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> they're like, they're like MTA, have you
0: been on Whole30? Literally, like, <laughs> yes. It's like someone's eating an RX bar in the elevator and they're like, 30 and you're like, yeah. You like, know it, girl. You're hey, like, day, day 15. 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're <laughs> so close. Ah. <laughs> we're in sync. We're in sync. And I was like, honey, honey, week three,
1: honey, just wait, honey. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she's like, last day. And everyone like, the confetti pops <laughs> <right> out. it's <laughs> like, yes, go, good for you, girl. We're Ridiculous. Gonna, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be on a, like, a short. Like, a, like, a <laughs> that, needs to be, that needs to be an Amy Schumer sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I miss her show. Yeah. I hope it comes back.
1: Yeah, pretty busy. I haven't she seen a lot of films lately, though. What was the one with, she did? Like, oh, with, with the Goldie, Goldie Hawn, right? Yeah, Goldie Haan, yeah. It was like I'm not gonna masterize. what it was. Mom, hey, it was like shh it was actually um, it was a spinoff of Mom on CBS. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just like a yeah, uh, mm-hmm. studio film version.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh man, hilarious, Colton. Okay, thanks for coming and being on this. So, for those of you who don't know, which probably a lot of you, Colton and I went to the same high school. We, yes, like we grew did. up in the same time. Go generals! Go generals! You guys were the generals. Yeah, yeah Lafayette generals, honey. That. Yeah. also yeah, the most general mascot there is. Generals. generals. Oh. Yeah.
1: Also, I want everyone to know that I've officially stopped taking the whole thirty. <laughs> All right, I had a gummy worm. <laughs> you can There's, <laughs> There's a couple in mouth now.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So that means we're you are from Lexington, Kentucky, yes.
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, where we both grew up. How we like to start the podcast is just by telling the audience a little bit about, um, as a kid, what got you interested in theater and kind of your journey to co- to like studying in college. For sure.
1: Yeah. Um, well, actually, Elliot and I both took this. Did you do it in fourth grade? Did you do the full thing or did you just do high school? Scapa?
0: I was actually never in Scapa. At all? I, yeah, I was just in Lafayette. <laughs> oh, the, those SCAPA bitches must have hated you. What is you? Yeah. SCAPA for so those SCAPA, who did so not SCAPA go? So SCAPA is a school for creative and performing arts. Oh, uh, and his hair flipped um, right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I didn't attend SCAPA. What I did, I attended... Uh, Lafayette High School, mm-hmm. which like hosted Scapa, and he just so went, I just rack- and he just racked up the roles. Yeah, yeah so and I just did all this all this stuff that I wanted to like creatively, and didn't have to do any of the stuff that everyone else had to do. Oh um, man, yeah, like do be. I didn't know that those kids
1: were upset.
0: Oh yeah, honey, I nailed it. But <laughs> but no, so I just went to Lafayette for high school. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I went through the whole thing. I, I went in fourth grade. And I went initially to sing because there was like, at SCAPA there was the best test scores in the state, or Mm -hmm. so my mother told me. And I was like, no, um, singing's lame. And then, and she was like, you do it all the time, smack. And um, (laughs) (laughs) we we, we also like, you know, capital, or was it corporal, capital punishment in our home?
0: (laughs) I honestly don't know the difference. That's that's not true. Uh, My my mother never hit me,
1: Uh, but (laughs) but, um, no. I went to the school. I kinda stuck it out with the singing for a bit, but actually switched to playing the tuba.
2: Interesting. I
1: wanted so badly to detach myself vocal. from like yeah. The, yeah. I don't know, the vocal program there this is no shade to Yeah, none at all. Millie Fields uh <laughs> 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 no, Dragger <laughs> dra- dra- literally uh, <laughs> recorded forever. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, she was wonderful, but she was also, like, a close confidant of my grandmother's, so I didn't like that they were so close. Mm -hmm. So I got out, played the tuba. That was like, oh, I wanted to get out and play percussion, Um, because all the kids, you know, when you're my age and you're raging... You want a drum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're just like, you want two drumsticks, like,
0: surrounding your erect... Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Junior. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, um, Lafayette has like a legendary marching band. That's right. So it's like, it's It's like really. really So I thought I'd I'd made it, you know. And then, but I immediately got there. I said, I'm
1: trying to switch out. uh, What's the escape route here? And she said, Well, we need low brass. And I was like, That won't do. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, That's not cool at all. No, I was like, This is the exact opposite of why I wanted to come here. (laughs) Um, But I I did it because I wanted to get out that badly. Uh, fun fact about that, I used to have to sit on a on a phone book because I was too small oh, to actually reach. Adorable. Yeah, no, like <laughs> the imagery of it when I think, I'm like, how is there not one goddamn photo of this? <laughs> of were like you
0: first chair th- at least? Or
1: is there chairs in oh two I was first chair All County, three years running. Oh, <laughs> three years running, I held that title. <laughs> um, <and laughs> no, but uh, eventually I found my way. in the musicals there because, you know, the mm-hmm. school musicals were like, oh my god. I'm choking, choking. on a Oh my god! Ever, please keep that He's in. So Don't alone. edit that out. Yeah, like just, never, uh, never. I'm, I'm
0: choking up for my own child. Yeah, job. we like to
1: humanize everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the reminiscing, uh, let me know that Colton started weeping. Um, <laughs> no, but I, um, the school musicals were like everything there. Yeah. And everyone had to be a part of them when you were like in fourth and fifth grade. And I, I was in my first one as the coroner of Munchkin City in the <laughs> fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was the first time Without really knowing it That was the first time I obsessed over anything Like I would watch oh, sure. Yeah, I'd watch that tape from the movie i like watch the clip yeah. over and over Until I perfected the Swedish accent and this yeah. is like rewinding to like do it, right? Yeah, know, so it's just <laughs> like purely uh, VCR mm-hmm. And so I, I just kind of like Realized how much I liked that We would do the school musicals later on And then also The more tragic part my father passed away, like, right during that time. And in the sixth grade, they were doing a production of Oliver. I reached out right when that happened. And I was like, in that really, without me knowing it at that time also, kind of kept me sane. Sure. Uh-huh. It kept me alive, really. Yeah. And, like, um, quite honestly. And so going into high school, it was just, like, a no-brainer mm-hmm. that I was going to keep kind of doing it. And it was okay. all a hobby. It was all whatever, fun and games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, did you do GSA? I never did GSA. Let's, no. get, let's get more... Um, Let's get more exclusive here and keep listening. I know. I, know. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I didn't do GSA because I just I wanted to go do um, the summer program at OCU. Oh, totally. So I never I never auditioned. Well, for that was GSA. fortuitous. Yeah, I I always knew I wanted to go there. Well, thank God you got in and everything. But well, because of Li- because Lindy, you know, totally. was my like mentor the whole way, so mm-hmm. I just always knew about OCU. So it was just kind of like in the cards. I just want
1: you know, I never met her until college until we which came is crazy. back. I know yeah. it's insane because I feel like it's now such so like a.
0: I feel like they've adopted me into that. Well, yeah, they've they've kind of taken on all of those, all of these like Lexington. Damn it! (sighs) It's over. (laughs) (laughs) No, all of like the Lexington like kids that kind of went into this. Yeah, they've kind of like you know brought you know taken them in. totally as their own. Yeah. Yeah, and they're and they're still like they had that like.
1: Reunion a couple weeks ago or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they mm-hmm. were in town, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, they're so, um, their hearts are so giving. They're just like yeah. always trying to find the way to give back, as is like, you know, literally, I feel like the inception of why the Lex happened in the first place. Uh-huh. So Absolutely. So, that it, it is so. This is a plug for them, by the way, mm-hmm. um, for mm-hmm. the Lex Theater Company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and no, but seriously, I mean, they deserve all the credit and recognition in the world. Oh, story about how I got the blah, blah, blah. I was in high school. GSA, which is called the Governor's School for the Arts, Um, not the Gay-Straight Alliance as many of my (laughs) my college roommates and friends would always be like, you were, you were? they were like,
0: good for you. <laughs> <laughs> we were, they were like, wow, so progressive. Yes, and you that. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did actually have one at Lafayette. Oh, for sure. We did. Yeah. Lafayette was very like, definitely like a different ecosystem. Oh, for
1: sure. Then <laughs> the young Democrats club was like, <laughs> yeah, was popping. It was lit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I think I was the like a pioneer member night. of like
0: our environmental club where we would gather every Friday and talk about like environmental issues. Like, yeah, it was, uh, like, serious? Yeah, it was like really lit. Good for you. Who was, who taught earth space science? Because oh, she, oh, um, she was the, one that sponsored it. I can't remember. Her I can't name. remember either. Um also I think she changed at some point Yeah. Along,
1: but the other one was I don't know if they had outdoors club at school I it's not in? an outdoors club. <laughs> it's okay. You didn't miss <laughs> <much>. <laughs> it, But that was like the other banger of a club like you would it was every day after school there was a group of kids who would put up one of those slack lines between the two trees. And oh do my like god. Totally. Walk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'd run to they run to the one of the kids cars like some beat up like Toyota Corolla. Oh yeah. yeah. They would roll up a pearl of a joint, get high as all helps, and then try to balance on it's this slack line so back specific. and forth. <laughs> and all of it was in preparation for the one trip of the year, which was this like massive ski trip. Which if is if you can imagine from being from Kentucky is like Yeah. It's like a three hour drive north to a pure a powder fake. fake like yeah, yeah. a fake yes. skiing place. Like we had Mad River Mountain, yeah, nine. Nine Mountain, Ohio, and it was just like tubing and it was all fake. Are, Are you kidding? I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it was great. I, we went to... Well, it was Perfect North uh-huh, and there yeah, was okay. a Paoli. That was the other one. in, in that was like a big tri- trip. If you took a trip to Paoli, is that right?
0: I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never been one to like do any like winter sports. My, I get nervous about my oh bank yeah. House. But I'm
1: so excited for the Olympics. Oh so. Are they am starting this I Friday or next Friday? This Friday. Yes. yes. Actually, I'm not positive. I feel like something starts tomorrow. There's some ice skating portion that starts oh, well, tomorrow.
2: Some preliminaries.
1: Yeah, before the um, opening ceremony. Cool. Well, I'm so excited. Oh, so am I. I will yeah. live for that. So. Yeah. I can't wait to see Sean White. Oh yeah, making that comeback. He's still and he's still doing it. Oh yeah, and he says he's like I just read something this morning that he's gonna do it like, in the, he's like oh this is not the end either. Wow. He's like I'm gonna win this time and I'm gonna do it in. I mean, good for him. Work twenty?
0: Yeah. No. No twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. That's a long. Oh my god. here Do you imagine? It's a long time. How old is he? I don't know what I'm doing next month. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know like, right what I'm know. doing tomorrow. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I have no like I can't plan. Four cool. years ahead, eight years ahead—that's ridiculous. It's not
1: even that. It's you're planning for four years. You are working every day, yeah. towards yeah. that
0: four-year goal. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, that's insane. I know. That'd be so cold. <laughs> mm, so cold. <laughs> <laughs> my lips are it's constantly so chapped for four years. Just yeah. like, uh, <laughs> could you imagine, Sean so It's so like so I'm actually classic. not competing this
1: year. I wonder who has ch- a lot of health related <laughs> issues being um. <laughs> My skincare. Yeah. I'm actually exactly. I'm, <laughs> right. Like I wonder.
0: I'm, I wonder who his like. Um, who his like lip balm sponsor is? Could oh. you? You know what I mean? Like, if Carmex called me tomorrow and was like, <laughs> "Can I get you a sponsorship?" I'd be
1: like, "You're like." I'd pass out and like go. <laughs> <and> I <I'd laughs> die right there. i be like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> is that your chapstick of choice?" I have a thing right here now. Oh
0: my god! Oh, amazing. I'm Burt yeah, Are you too. really? Yeah.
1: yeah. I used to be, and then this is like. I'm gonna spread some like fake news right here, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah, s- plug Carmex and. Because I don't know if this is true. I never looked it up, but someone told me one time that um, Carmex has these little like pieces of glass. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah, micro, micro. In the stuff in the wall. What's yes. The, yeah, the fiberglass. Yeah, fiberglass. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like but, like microscopic versions. And so it's the whole thing is like other chapsticks are really just designed to make your lips chapped again. Right. So you're kind of stuck on the oh, cycle. Oh, sure, period. right. But Carmex is supposed to actually cut open your lips in this like mi- and microscopic cup cuts. And oh, when it does, wow. it goes into the lip and actually gives it hydration and moisture. That's
0: so bizarre. That's very never very looked that cool. up. Always believe that. Yeah, I actually I heard I that a long go time to school school ago. nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, back to school. I ain't no nerd. <laughs> so you, so you obviously got more serious about it in high school. Yes, it's very it's very competitive kind of at. At Lafayette, like mm-hmm. there's lots of people that are involved in the arts. So. But it's not as when I heard about other co- kids, it's not cu- it's not necessarily cutthroat, like yeah. you know what I mean. But but I do feel like you know there's like there's definitely like people who are more serious about it, and for sure, and that you it's competitive in a healthy way. Yeah, like, I thought it, I I actually think back now
1: in retrospect <laughs> when I look at. Um, my friends who come from others, you know, everyone loves their back, right, or, right, or don't. But most people love the way they grew up or yeah. their background. Mm-hmm. And when I think back on it, I it feels like the perfect little jewel because it was yeah. just it it was this theater hub in what is essentially the middle of nowhere. Or by that I mean like Lexington is such a conundrum anyway because mm-hmm. it's it's not Louisville, it's not like a massive city, but right. it's also still a city. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there are things going on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Everything felt sort of like just like that. It was like, oh, we're kind of this. And so we're, we're kind of a theater town. Mm-hmm. Like a tour will come through mm-hmm. here, maybe. And that just kept everything sort of like, if you were really interested in it, you could definitely go down that path right. and divulge in that. But um, but it wasn't anything like overstimulating or overwhelming, that, which yeah. was so nice to kind and of... And not
0: oversaturated, really.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so like, honestly, doing the Scapa High School Musical, like... You would do it at this downtown historic opera house, and it was an or event. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. it, it was for the town. It was people were like, oh, the best theater in town. Yeah, the, the high school does this like, this big musical. Like mm-hmm. they shell out all these big bucks to do this thing, hmm. and it was really awesome of them to be so supportive in that way. It was always a mandatory part of the budget because it, it meant so much to so many kids, um, who just kind of were these theater nerds in a town that like wanted to support us but didn't exactly have
0: the full means to do so. Right. So it, I've always really adored that part of yeah. my, you know, growing up. Which is exciting now that these all these opportunities, these n- kind of new opportunities are, like... Are flocking s- are, there, are, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, they're all going there. There's, like, two equity theaters now there. I know, which is there's, insane. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's more and more, like, opportunities for young people to get involved and to have those kind of experiences. Totally. Um, even just outside of the SCAPA kind of Lafayette realm. Community, yeah, yeah. which is great because mm-hmm. it's now going to be a little more... Not that there's anything wrong with no. training at that magnet
1: program or anything, but it will be a little more inclusive to the as entire... more opportunities. Of course. You know. For people. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be more um, publicized as well, which will mm-hmm. make sure that these kids actually know where to look. Because I, th- I feel like for most of you, it was like, if you were in the know, for sure. I mean, uh-huh. But I mean, that's with anything. But if if you were one of the privileged few who got to go to that school, yeah, then you were like, oh yeah, there are literal newsletters and audition notices on the Bulletin boards in the building that say like oh local community theater is doing a production of mm-hmm. X Y or Z and like here are auditions make sure you get there yeah if you I mean if you were from somewhere else that wasn't probably not the, that was probably not the yeah, case you weren't necessarily you wouldn't aware. have an idea no you you would have to actively search out search it out and, and there were a lot of kids who who actually I know and who do well really well in the city mm-hmm. who definitely had that path I just really I mean I don't know if I would have been at that time I was a little lazy and I think it was the perfect place just to be for me and my type of personality of, like, they're shoving it down my throat because I keep asking for it because it's here. And so, yeah. um, and that was really, I mean, it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, and I mean, I think that's really valuable, especially, you know, we talk about how we, you know, you, you kind of, like, learn if you're more serious about it, you have to kind of seek out, like, what's next, exactly right? so. So I know I had to seek that out. I was lucky to have people that kind of guided me. But now, you know, with with the way the Lex is set up as kind of this summer summer theater, you have, you're going to have people from the, the major musical theater colleges coming in, working with younger people. And so um, so mm-hmm. that's like an opportunity for them to find out kind of where their path might take them. 100%. Yeah,
1: especially with leads from New York coming in yeah. and being like, here's... Exactly.
0: What, what was your path going to... For college editions? what was your path that led okay. You to? Okay. Um, funny Lawrence? enough, uh,
1: let's reiterate the I was lazy <laughs> point. Um, that time came, I knew that I had known through some experiences that like I was like I for sure want to do this now. I want to give up anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is what is meant to be, but I was also very pragmatic about the whole thing. And I told my mom like, if I'm not accepted into one of these places that is supposed to be one of the best places in the country then maybe I'm not meant to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I would really encourage kids not to, to have that mentality because I don't think that's true. Yeah. But at the time, that was the only way I could just fight to myself. Sure. I was like, if they don't want me, maybe it's not right. So I knew that at home at University of Kentucky, which was in our hometown growing up, was always there kind of in your backyard. Yeah. They had a they still do have a really wonderful opera program. And they were you know being like, please come here. So I knew I was wanted somewhere, and I knew it was still in the arts, and I knew I would have some sort of path. Yeah. But I still wanted, to, of course, make the the jump to see if it would work out. I auditioned at like seven places. I didn't really get. I didn't get into any of them except Baldwin Wallace, and it was. I only saw Baldwin Wallace through GSA, this Governor's School for the Arts. They have a College and Career Day, and one of the few schools that came and put up a you know a big. Science fair for yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 was Baldwin Wallace University, and I, I was like, "Oh, what's this? I never heard of it." And um, and the woman there actually, she's wonderful. She's in admissions, but she's it's not her job to know the music theater, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like so I was like, "Oh, so what's the deal with this program?" She was like, "Honestly, I don't really know. I just know it's supposed to be like really good." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll take your word for it, kind stranger." Yeah. And, <laughs> But I, I fell in love with every other thing about the school, that it was this opportunity that you could also minor. It was a liberal arts okay, education. Yeah. You could have some sort of thing. And at the time, I thought, like, oh, I'd really be interested in poli-sci. I thought that was something I really wanted to do. Um, that one, by the wayside. And, um, and we're getting get, some nice Let's get size. warm. Let's mm-hmm. get warm for this. Uh, it's no. late in the day to get warm, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> 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 should, I, should I yell over it? You're warm. Uh, <laughs> You're late. Uh, uh, but it ended up being like one of the only places I actually went to the school to audition, and I went there, and it was like a blizzard because that's Cleveland. Yep. And, <laughs> and it was something about it. There was just, like I and the um, the dean of the college would always ask me to tell this story because it's just one of those like really cliche but true stories yeah. of like I'm walking down the street, I'm on my phone with my girlfriend at the time, um, <laughs> and I'm like I don't know I don't I, I think it went really really well but. I just don't know about this place because it's not like I didn't I didn't heard mm-hmm. of it before or anything like yeah. that and I'm walking down the street it's snowing and there's a chapel right across the street from the music conservatory and inside someone is just railing on the organ like the most beautiful music and it's just and it's going through the street Yeah. and I like look up it's just beautiful snow I mean it's like a Nicholas Sparks novel sort of like oh, setting uh, or, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the school it looks gorgeous and I was like yeah this is it if I can hear it for sure and of course I was young so I forgot that whole thing and I went, I went away and I was like oh this sucks I'm not getting it anywhere
2: mm-hmm. but
1: um, yeah I was like th- other than it being the only place that accepted me mm-hmm. I was very lucky that I was just and I always say this to other kids like the right thing will choose you yes mm-hmm. definitely yeah the, the right path will always be um, in a sort of when you put your heart out there for the arts like it is such a big decision on their end more more so than even ours because it feels mm-hmm. like it's like well, it is. It is the biggest decision of your life thus far. Yeah. But there is something... And, and, and uh, to go with that fact is that, like, also 50%, if not more so, of that decision is not yours to make. Right. Which is so interesting. But it's also when I finally got to school and I would sit in on these audition, sit in on auditions with my program head, um, she was so wonderful about just seeing raw potential.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'd
1: watch be like, how did you know? And she'd be like... She was like, I could just see it right then and there. If I could take them where they needed to go four years from now, sure, because it's such a big responsibility. I mean, it's a, like they don't want to fail as much as yeah. you know, right. Exactly. Yeah. At the
0: end of the day, like they they also like take a leap in you know because they're they're putting their name on, they're putting your name next to you for forever. Really, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah.
1: They they're tr- they have to nurture you at like a very critical point in your life. Yeah, yeah. And it and for them to be teachers in the first place, they already have a certain sort of. Um, empathy toward towards a, a kid who is coming into like this critical stage, right? And they just know they they know that that it's very important not to mess this up. Mm-hmm. Like I and, and mm-hmm. for them to be in the way of that, yeah. Especially when I know it's like sixty seconds. You know, you go and you sing your little, you know, your two cuts and you mm-hmm. do your little monologue. Yeah, well, if that. Yeah. But there is so much to be seen. Like you're so vulnerable at that age you're so nervous that like they'll immediately know who you are like I've done this a thousand times before sweetie I know exactly what Mm -hmm. and I know exactly that I can take you where you need to go or I can't totally and if I can't I'm not gonna waste your money I'm not gonna waste your time yeah and so yeah I always feel like you do end up where you're supposed to go I was lucky that I did yeah Mm -hmm. and it kind of clicked for me at some point down the road I was like oh wait this is exactly where I'm supposed to be because I just needed to go I don't know if you guys had the same feeling but like well, Oklahoma City is a big city, but the school itself, I know, school it's small. tiny. Yeah, yeah It's a yeah. Head.
0: I mean, and I think we we both had like different experiences, kind of with our college audition experience. Yeah. That's where we kind of actually connected. Yeah. Oh, really? Because um, I didn't get into the schools that I wanted to get into, and we'd met before at a dance competition. I was like, Elliot, I didn't get into my schools. Like, what should I do? And I, I told him, I said, y- I think you would be a great fit at OCU because the dance program is theatrically. Oriented, yeah. like whatever, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "You should see if you can audition." Still, it was late at that time. Yeah, it yeah. was probably like April. It was late, and so I did like a video audition, and then I went, I flew out to Oklahoma City, and then I just knew right then. I was like, yeah. "This is where I want to be." Yeah, yeah, and I, I just knew, I knew a long time, you know, and that's lucky, but then it kind of it, that kind of like backfired in a way because by the time college auditions came around and it was time to make the decision. I felt like I had known about OCU and that it was like where I was supposed to be for like two or three years. So at that point, I was like, it almost felt like I was like settling for somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, you're like, oh, you know, like, like <clears throat> trying for something. To do yeah, like it is. wasn't like necessarily like hugely exciting to me because I already felt like really comfortable about it. Yeah, and, and, it and probably and it probably was also your yeah peers and your family were also like,
1: oh yeah, Ellie, we knew you were gonna go there exactly. Right. Yeah. So oh, it yeah. kind
0: of like it kind of like for a while didn't feel like big, and I was like, am I am I just going there because I've always like thought I was going to go there, but it was totally right. And, For sure. And That's so tough, though. Like That is half the battle, especially as one of us actor kids. It's
1: <coughs> like, yeah. all your friends are going to, you're all going to the graduation party Yeah, and yeah. Like, Dartmouth? Oh my god, you're a genius! <laughs> and like, and they come up and you're like, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, Baldwin Wallace University. And they're like,
2: oh, where's that? Well, It's not even oh, like, yeah. there is like a bit of that, but there's
1: also like a, just a look of like, are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. There's a, a lot, lot of, of like, that. Yeah. I know, and you're
1: like, uh. You're like, yeah, but, but, but you believe it. I mean, like in your heart, you're like, you're like, ouch, they're totally right. Like, because you're just so impressionable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It hurts so bad. But you're also, I think at that point you're also, you're impressionable, yes, but you're also like, um, like grown enough to kind of know, like seriously, especially in the arts, like if if it's something that's impacted you and it's something that you want to continue with, you absolutely know. Oh 100 percent point. I mean I went. Yeah. I, told you know, me I like I, no exactly. Right. And your but, core is like And that's diff- that's also different than than most people's experiences because most people go to college and kind of figure it out from there mm-hmm. and so they go to like a good school. Or you know what I mean? 100%. Or yeah. but we go like specifically like this is what I wanna do, so that's like a that's a bigger decision yep. to like decide I wanna do this, so I have to go he- to do this there. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just like well, I'm gonna go major in English and yeah. then figure it out from there. For sure, you know it's just a bigger leap. Well,
1: we're also <coughs> lucky that it's so niche because there is some like the way to determine a school's value is so arbitrary to begin with. Right. But like we are fortunate because it is such a like a a concentrated focus. Mm-hmm. There is so much, con- especially now. There's yeah. so much content out there that lets you know exactly who's um, coming in and out of the yeah, school. Yeah, I know the I know the entire. Past five years, alumni. Yeah. I know the productions they did from. Like, I know everything about these totally. ten yeah. programs, or twenty, or fifty, and like. Wh- whereas, if you're some genius, you know, baccalaureate student, yeah. and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to be an engineer one day. I think like a civil one, civil engineer, <laughs> right. and like, and I heard that I should go to Michigan because it's one of the best public universities in the nation. Yeah, or North Carolina, mm-hmm. or or I might go Ivy, and then you get there and find out that the only program at the entire university that's lacking is the school of it's engineering. No yeah. Like, yeah, because there's just no way to really right. know. Yeah. Cause it, it's all coming from them. The, all the information's yeah. coming out of these universities. And it's all because like that, that dollar price is just going up and up because Ugh. it's, it's so, so much. Yeah. Because the, because the only way to determine that value is these the, how small you can get the number of accept acceptance. Right. Yeah. You know, like how like, exclusive it is oh we let it only like five percent of our oh we only let in two percent of our of oh, these do, yeah applicants mm-hmm. so yeah no i mean we're at least fortunate in that sense i also had a really wonderful teacher in college once a jazz professor who taught um who came in and gave a guest lecture for an entrepreneurship course mm-hmm. and said like he was like you kids are so fucking lucky you don't even know it and we were like what and everyone's like sitting there in like their baggy sweatpants, and yeah, like, uh-huh. and they're like oh, right. Sanka coffee, mm-hmm. like they couldn't even afford the real kind. <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And they splash it on. I'm like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> um, no, but he was like, he was like, all of your friends went to like that one college that their parents told them they should go to. Yeah. They all went. They did this experience. They're going to become a lawyer, a, a doctor. They want all these these staple jobs that don't exactly exist anymore yeah. in uh, in the you know job climate. And you're all going to walk out of school. And you have already prepared to suffer and to fail. It yeah. is exactly, it's in your DNA. It's why you became an artist. And they are not ready for that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just like from a psychological standpoint, you're so lucky in the sense that you yeah. just know what's coming. And even, and so that, you know, even if it is fine and dandy, even if you find some sort of success, like, you still will know where that came from. Right. Whereas other people are going to go, uh,. Uh, uh wait, I don't have the job. I don't mm-hmm. have that, or I, I'm not gonna make this much money this right, first year. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, I, that resonated with yeah. me so much. Of like, oh, I never thought that about some of my friends who, well, I just always assume like, oh, well, yeah, you're gonna be
0: some sort of yeah tech startup, you know, billionaire. But, you know? but now everyone is like, every job market is so saturated. Exactly. And, you know, there's no jobs for everyone. So you know, we at least know that that's the reality, and we're ready for it, and we're willing to like know that we have to maybe work to put for it on the line or like yeah. put, our, put ourselves on the line or, you know, eat ramen. I'm putting only. myself on your line. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> <Bye>. um, <laughs> which I think brings us to. <coughs> <laughs> 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 he did it. He did it. Yeah, yeah, he had to be there once. <laughs> <laughs> which I think brings us to what we're going to talk about next is obviously like. Um, you know, we kind of prepare ourselves for this, this suffering, this kind of like new world that we step into. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you stepped into it a little bit differently. Yes, than most. Very skewed. Um, yeah. Very skewed. Uh, before even you had finished college. College. Mm-hmm. So, kind of talk about, kind of talk about that. Okay. And, um, yeah, talk about it, and then yeah. we'll we'll throw questions around. Cool.
1: So I was in a little musical called Dear Evan Hansen. What? And, um, Did you guys win
0: a Tony or something? <laughs> that mega hit.
1: That one. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a long, it's a long girl story, but the short version is, like, I was finishing up my senior year. I'd already been kind of in contact with this agent, and I'd already been in contact with Tara Rubin's office, and um, and they're looking for, you know, kids who look 16, are convincingly weird and can sing really high. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Colton. Um, <laughs> and, well, long story short, they like sort of were running out of options. Mm-hmm. I think it was coming to, they were going into the theater and they still had not found someone uh, to cover Ben at that time. And I was like, in college, I was doing like My Fair Lady, I was doing West Side Story at school and they were yeah. like, and, I got the call, and they were like, yeah, they're just looking for, like, future replacements, so, like, take your time with it. And then, like, um, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm doing senior year, so, yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Three weeks later, I get another call. They're asking, like, what's the soonest you could be here if this were to happen? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that sounds good. You're like, literally tomorrow. Right. I was, I, yeah, I was like, I, like, <laughs> I would have been here three weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, decision on me. And so, I put on the tape that night. I came in the city, like that next Monday I think that was like a Wednesday uh-huh. we popped champagne that day I mean it was like and then I was I had so to move fast. yeah it was crazy and I had to I mean that day on that Monday I walked in not really knowing exactly what it would be like but I walked in being, and it was Michael Greif mm-hmm. Benj and Justin you mm-hmm. know wow. you know when it's the last
2: day yeah, yeah. I mean well I knew <laughs> it, was,
1: it was just weird because there was only three of us there mm-hmm. and um, they were really nice guys but they both were from, from I can't remember where are from but They both told me they were like, "Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm actually like just an actor. I don't really sing." And I was like, "Have you heard this score? How did they make it that far?" No, they. I mean, this is what they were. They were really trying to branch out as far as possible. Um, And actually, it's funny because they had beautiful voices. I mean, you heard through the door, and I was like, "Oh, I I get it. I totally get it." But like, this, you know, you know, the sing. It's like it requires a certain sort of yeah, yeah. I mean technique really it's just like it's hard it's mm-hmm. really hard yeah. it's not really the singing it's it's the screaming and the, and the well, endurance and the, of and the, the show well, yeah, and it's yeah. the, the context
0: marathon. it's like it's like yeah you can sing this song you know probably in your in your practice room but can you do like but doing it while in the context of the show like yeah. in the moments in the show like with the the intensity of the the piece totally the piece is like a different story
1: 100% and so I just knew it was funny like the whole thing was like I was like what's going on here yeah and yeah, I went in. We did it. We you know, like I said, we popped champagne that night, and they were like, "We need you here as soon as possible." And I like had to kind of th- it, my school. My school was so great about this whole thing, and we ended up considering the whole um, job as sort of internship. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I, had, like, I had to like
1: go to career services and be like, "I'm going to be on Broadway," and they were like, "What's that? File, <laughs> this, file this paper." And I was like, "Oh man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like damn it! I had to, no, I, had to, I don't
1: like, want to do this. I want to get." A- <laughs> I had to like, explain to them. Because they were like, is that like a big thing? And I was like, no, I mean, yeah, Um, you know, kind of like what I've been working y- yes. for. <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, the dream of my life. But, you know, Um, actually, it was, it was just really funny of like how that there was a whole thing, too. You have to have a sort of on-campus supervisor and an off-campus supervisor. Uh-huh. My on-campus, of course, my program head and my off-campus at the time i put down my name of my stage manager because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and they were like, oh, great. You didn't put in a phone number or a contact for her. Um, can you please, can you send one back? And I said, oh, God. Like, I, I knew that it'd be, mm-hmm. it would be hell if all of a sudden one day in the middle of rehearsal or middle of tech, sure. she gets a call and being like, who is this? And they're like, oh, we're from the career services right, department right, right, at right, right, right. University. So I was like, you know what? There's actually an agent who um, sort of oversees the whole production. Um, would it be possible to put him down? And of course, this is not, as we know, right, not even not, remotely possible. Not yeah, right. And they were like, <laughs> sure, thing, like, sure, Send it on over. And so I did. And like, a couple of times he had to call over and be like, yeah, um, he's doing great. He's lots of work. He's doing it all. And we were like, great, just good to know. Check in. Uh, Hilarious. You know, the whole thing was really funny and crazy. We like, lived like nomads for like three months just to figure it yeah. out. But mm-hmm. of course, it was all worth it. But... Um, yeah, the whole the whole experience was like I kind of I mean I expected to do the whole thing, I expected to showcase in the spring. Yeah. With all right. my classmates and and just move here and kind of figure it out. And it was just this sort of weird um I don't know, I don't I don't really use this word very often, but like Godsend. It was just yeah. this weird out of nowhere, like okay. And it was a huge test.
2: Mhm. I was yeah. not
1: ready for it at all. Um wow and it was really amazing to sort of have to show up and mm-hmm. um, especially because like I always considered moving to New York City its own sort of milestone in a personal totally. yeah, yeah, yeah totally and I was kind of doing both at the same time like yeah. the, the milestone of moving and then also the milestone of like Dream job. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, it's all,
0: like, totally accelerated.
1: Exactly. And I just felt like a lot of times I was watching it from this sort of outside You're view. you like
2: waving mm-hmm. through a window or something like uh, that. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <hold on. laughs> uh, you, you, you know what? Yes.
1: Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. I, I felt like I was just watching as, like, I was struggling to do either well I was just doing both like just very okay getting by mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and I and I felt I was like and it was so frustrating it was so hard to watch myself just being like why, why can't I just excel at one or one of these things
0: that's so I mean that's kind, it's kind of what we wanted to
1: yeah I was wondering what advice would you try and give yourself that from a year ago or like when you first moved like how to like make that all happen again how, so what would you better or like what would you better yeah
0: first year in the city is like different yeah you and know, I would say, say, if I
1: had to do it better, I wouldn't do the job. Really? really? Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, if I really had, like, an honest piece of advice for people, it would be like, learn how to just be, to be yeah. first. Like, learn how mm-hmm. to, what you like and what you don't like. Live in Brooklyn, live in Manhattan, do the whole thing. Um, God, one of my, my close, close friends and one of the people I look up to a lot is Will Roland in the show. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's making his Broadway debut with the show mm-hmm. and he was 29 if I'm not mistaken um, <laughs> <laughs> when he's when he actually made his Broadway debut with it and he's just like he is the epitome of a professional and a pro and like he just kind of gets the theater before time mm-hmm. he, he has all this shit always ready he's always on top of um I mean, he'd always say the the funniest things of being like, "Did you read the call board today?" And I was like, "No," <laughs> and he was like, "Why didn't you? It's your duty as an actor in this building, uh, like you know." and oh, <laughs> He'd always be like, he like, did you did you did you drink a bottle of water today? It's important to hydrate. It's the best thing you can do for your health." And I'd be like, "And it's funny because he just a for all the uh-huh. time."
2: Yeah.
1: But like, the are these like he had these <laughs> seeds of wisdom always yeah. kind of th- literally <laughs> throwing them at me. Yeah. Um. And he was he's just like the. For me, the epitome of a professional right now, and sort of to watch like he—he just—he was so ready to walk into this sort of glory phase of his life, this huge, sure, cool, you know, in, into famous and success and like, and I mean, I was just a standby. I mean, there was not there wasn't sort of this like I was a part of this cultural phenomenon of a piece, but mm-hmm. like, I was definitely not on the the face of it, you know. And so I was I was lucky enough in that regard that I was just kind of seeing the um, the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Always looking in, and um, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's literally never gonna end. It won't. Um, No, but I. It was that was at least comforting was that um, there wasn't too much pressure, especially in the beginning, because no one really knew me or the rest of us. No one was going on for like four or five months. That Tony push, we just kept. You know, we were in the shadows, and it was it was more of just like my actual job, Mm -hmm. showing up every day, making sure I.
2: Being ready, yeah,
1: knowing all the lines as well as possible, and like, and not only that, having a, a deep understanding of this person, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, the other, the other realistic part of it was, it, it was go time. I mean, it was we were, in we were my first day there, was the final dress rehearsal, so like, so how did you learn the whole show? Did you learn it from the wings or like? Yeah, I mean, I just I would I would put my binder, on the like there's a standing room area Mm -hmm. and back in that time it was it was always reserved for us Mm -hmm. um during the day during tech or during preview rehearsals i would sit in the front of the mezzanine i would write everything down i would try to shadow it somewhat in the you know i would do everything i could but at the same time and i'll be honest about this um there's probably more i could have done i just was so overwhelmed by the the whole experience yeah sure that like I just didn't know how to efficiently make all that thing, all those things happen. Yeah, it's also a totally different skill. Yeah, yeah. And I'd never done that before. I never yeah. understudied, and and of course, I could tell at the time, as probably most people could, like what this show would mean mm-hmm. to people, and what this character really meant to people. And I and I knew that if there was one thing I was going to do right, it was going to that I would do service to that character, mm-hmm. even if sometimes I was not. Um, I had to use the word pitch perfect, but like, yeah, sure, yeah, hi, Ben <laughs> 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 but, but no, seriously i i I wanted to make sure that that was the priority, mm-hmm. and at least I, I knew in my heart that i was I was doing that much, uh, but it I would recommend seriously, like, I wouldn't rush it, New York City will always be here, always. yeah, the opportunities. Um, you may, f- I even feel this way all the time, like they're slipping through your hands, but they will always be there, mm-hmm. and the right thing will, just like the college thing, yeah, the right yeah. thing is going to come, um, and I, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's terribly important to push it, you know, to, mm-hmm. to keep trying to. I mean, I think it's important to push yourself, mm-hmm. and that, and that's the thing. That was as, as much of a push me out of the nest as I could have gotten. Oh yeah, and I, yeah, <laughs> and and I needed it, and it in. And it woke me up a lot. I mean, it, it opened my eyes to a, a lot of things, and I'm forever grateful for that. But um, that first hump, yeah, it was tough, man. It was really I'm tough. Sure. You're like, yeah. what subway do I get to my theater, and then where do I stand during this song? Like a lot of, like trying yeah. to
0: figure out the city. Well, and apartment hunting on its own is a fucking nightmare.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm also like, I was so, th- I was so, so lucky because I have the best girlfriend in the world, and she was already living here. Oh, amazing. Yeah, oh. but but we were in a situation too where. Both of us were in the same contract in Cleveland when this all happened. So her place was being subletted out. When I first got the job, she wasn't expecting to move back so soon. Right. We had my program had once again a savior. Let us borrow her place in Jersey. Wow. And every day I would have to commute in for like three weeks to figure. You know until we yeah. figured it out. Um, but luckily after that we my girlfriend and I lived together, which we'd already done before. Mm-hmm. So that was wonderful, and she was the best during that whole time because she'd she'd been through that process everyone goes through that like you, you yeah. know mm-hmm. you get to new york city and like you start to learn a lot of things about yourself yeah very, Real yeah. Quick. Mm-hmm. yeah um and it takes like you know a year or two to really get adjusted and the thing is not just my work schedule but my life schedule was suddenly at this like come on yeah. come on honey like like figure it out like it's time to go yeah and so um she was so supportive to be there and be like i've been to this before you're not going to die. Yeah. You will live. Yeah. Um but it sucks. And so there I mean there was a lot of I mean there was a lot of like really tough nights and me being like do I buy groceries or do I memorize this script or do I do I do both? Do I I I and <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there was just yeah. so many mundane parts to it that yes. became increasingly difficult and and hard to understand.
0: No, Broadway schedule is really, really difficult. Yeah, it was like and one like, of my 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 goddamn laundry. Like I didn't <laughs> Yeah, especially previews. <laughs> yeah, because especially during feeling. previews. I mean, doing previews after the show has already learned is a beast in its own. Exactly. Like, doing a preview schedule and also like learning what's going on, I can't even imagine. I think that would be a nightmare.
1: Well, it's just that we. That I think other people were. Everyone else in the theater had at least been with it since the beginning of Broadway rehearsals. Yeah. But, I was just like. Wait, what is this piece? I had just read it for the first time, like, a couple days prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I hadn't seen it. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. actually thankful for that, because it it would have been a little bit easier, I feel like, if I'd seen it uh-huh. um, at second stage, or at least, you know, somewhere yeah. b- prior, like, saw bootleg or something. But mm-hmm. I went into it completely, like, when I saw the final dress, I mean, you're crying anyway, because the show, yeah. but, like... At some points, I wasn't crying. I I just couldn't stop beaming from ear to ear, knowing how important this piece was. (laughs) And, like, I guess I'm forever grateful for the show because I didn't realize how much that meant to me of, like, doing very socially conscious and important theater. Sure. I guess those two things, those two sections of my life had always been a little, like, on a different path. Mm -hmm. And then I realized when when I was a part, when I finally saw the piece and realized I was going to be a part of this thing. That would change so many hearts and lives yeah. that like, I immediately got the bug. I was like, I need to work on new things all the <laughs> exactly. time. I need, yeah. to, I need to be a part not of this stuff. You. And you're
2: like, cool.
1: No, there's nothing wrong. Like, but like you like the deeper stuff is like really life changing. Like it's cool. I, I, that's, the thing, that's the thing. It's funny. It's like it doesn't need to change a life every time, but I just need to feel like, or like not at that level, sorry, yeah, that magnitude. Uh-huh, yeah. But mm-hmm. like I just felt. All of a sudden, I was like, this is, wait, what? This is a thing people can do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't put it in context when you're in college and you're, like, listening yeah. to Light in the Piazza for your junior recital. You're like, "You're like someone made this thing mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. some point. Or, or when you're doing, uh, or Dogfight. I mean, I did that in college. I, I did a production, and, like, they meant, Ben and Justin meant everything to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that piece meant everything to me. Yeah. And, but still, it was a reinterpretation of something. Like, we didn't, I wasn't on the ground floor. Making- yeah, and like. Uh-huh. I never I I don't know if there's ever a way and I always think about this still today about like how do you implement into a college
0: education that part of it.
1: I don't know if there ever will be a way
0: to do so. Yeah, I don't I because I think well there's I mean there's always that you know, I think colleges should probably do more new works. But it's also to a point where like you have to kind of cross a certain threshold as an like adult person. Yeah. yeah. To realize those things. And And I think that you don't know yourself fully. Yeah, I just think that, like, I think that you have to, you have to step out of the educational environment to really realize those things about yourself. Like to realize, like, what's most important to you, what um, what things excite you the most. What does what does my goddamn voice sound like? Yeah. What I'm, what I'm not like emulating this cash album, What do I, what do I, what what do what does my voice sound like when I speak? Right. When, I, when it's me. And it's a totally, it's a totally different thing, but it comes a lot of like with a lot of just like self discovery. Yeah. And it sounds like that was accelerated for you, like yes. figuring all that out. Hundred percent. Um, but I don't, I really don't, I think you're right. I don't know that there's a way to really implement that because it just comes from, the like, school experience. of life a little yeah.
1: bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Well, yeah. that's the thing because it's so important to learn the classics to understand that skill anyway. Right. Because that that is part of the skill, as you know. Yeah. Um, knowing the history.
0: Yeah. You know what's I mean? How many? Well, you have to you have to know where Jarvan Hansen came from. Exactly. You have to know what came first to like allow Jarvan Hansen to exist and be what it is. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like that. It wouldn't have existed without Next to Normal, which would, which wouldn't have existed without like rent, which, 100%. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, your historical eye must always be know part of yeah. Yeah. And those references, because they're important when you're putting something together, because you're like, if it's new and you have no context, you're like, oh, this is reading kind of like this, I think I could put, like, yeah. this is what I bring of myself to this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think that just comes with, like, doing it, like, living it. I think you're right. Which I just is, don't know if I could have done that when
1: I was, like, 13. Oh, there's well, no, obviously there's no. Way. But there's tons of people who do. I mean, like that's the thing. There are so many people, sure. who are brilliant and who who do that and right. grow, you know, and grow into probably were even great artists back then. But like, I, I think about that a lot nowadays. Of like, I started my professional career when I'm 21. When uh-huh. I was 21, and maybe a little earlier. But like, I know many people who I respect so
0: much, who are so far ahead in the game because they started when they were 10. Yeah, they I, mean, when I mean nine it definitely happens and there's there's um but e- but even then it's like what you do i think what you do as an as an like a performer when you're young like really young mm-hmm. is way different than like what anyone wants to do does when they're like an adult you're right i've been there to mm-hmm. that too yeah, yeah. you know cuz when you're young you you probably you love it and you probably have like those innate gifts obviously but it when you're older you kind of like are aware of them and know how you want to use them yeah, what you want to say. Yeah. And then you probably you have probably laid the groundwork to be able to do that. Start to say those things. Yeah, to yeah. start to say <laughs> things you want to say. Right, and to not just um, go where...
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten
0: lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. wherever there's work. 100%. yeah.
1: Um, What was it like prepping for the first time you went on? Oh my God. That was a four month prep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like the day of? Yeah, the day of, like the one, yeah. It was this like bizarrely romantic with like a capital R kind of day. I mean, like it was, let me put it this way. there, My showcase for my school was the mm-hmm. exact same weekend that it all happened oh wow yeah so all my friends my best friends in the world who I hadn't seen in like four months and I was missing so terribly yeah they were in town finally like that weekend I just seen them the night before on a Saturday night and then Sunday morning I got a call while we were at the alumni brunch because I'd had like a heads up like this Mm -hmm. might happen tomorrow but I got the call while I'm I'm literally listening to previous alumni talk about like their advice to us and it's always so valuable and stuff Mm -hmm. and I'm like sitting there trying to take it in Thinking what, what this, what this means to me because yes. it's so it's very it's just different. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh-huh. but again, it meant so much still to me. I got that call and I and all my friends were like, "Shut the fuck," up. you know. And yeah. we all like all of a sudden start running from the Lori Beachman Theater, you know, four yeah. blocks away to yeah. the, you know to the Music Box, yeah. and they're all with like pitchforks in hand, like yeah. against I the need to take. They're like, "Give yeah. us the fucking ticket!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got like like twenty of them. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And it was. I mean, it was just. It was also, like, it was so nice because there wasn't a lot of time. There was. I mean, there was a lot of time to focus on myself, but there also wasn't.
0: Not not enough time to, like, overthink. Yeah. There
1: was a lot of, like, I knew I needed to prepare. I knew I needed to warm up all these things. I needed to to get in the right space. But I also knew that I was getting a 1,000 texts a minute going, like, hey, so we just got two more tickets. And we have, like, five people who were, like, discussing of who should get them. Mm -hmm. And it was also terrible because they'd be like, "Who do you prioritize?" And you're like, and "I was yeah, like, I don't care." And I was like, like, "Please like, don't put me in this position right now." Yeah, oh my god, horrible, like, the yeah. worst. <laughs> like, oh my god, I know my friends out there doing like thunder doming. Like, <laughs> like, who gets the tickets? One goes in. Oh my god. Two goes in. One goes out. Like, <laughs> I just didn't know what to do, and um, and so it was really calming and in this way of like, I had to just kind of go. All right, I'm gonna leave it to my mom and my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm leaving it to you. Um, now that there's only an hour left, <laughs> it's done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm turning this off, and then. I sort of had this thought of like i felt there was something about the part that made me feel when i was rehearsing it i'd feel so weak and like i um felt so like th- that's the word for it, weak i just like we'd rehearse it and rehearse it and sometimes i just couldn't get through it and it was so perplexing to me i was like there's some i don't know what it means but i, I sometimes i can't hit these moments the right way or mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to interpret these things and it's just not working and I felt I just felt a certain way and I was so scared and and I just kind of laid on the ground and I remembered that so do you guys remember Kyle Jean-Baptiste
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, he, the actor from Les Mis mm-hmm. who passed away mm-hmm. Yeah. he was a very very close friend of mine and I remembered that the Imperial was right next door mm-hmm. and I was because I was trying to think of like how he did it how he was so strong because he played Valjean I mean like yeah. the first time he went on I couldn't imagine sure and I felt it was probably a similar feeling and so I just I was kind of like asking out to the universe like I was trying to put, out, put it out there being like if you're there please just like give me the wings today and I went out there for waving and the song started and like I'm not a very special person at all mm-hmm. but the whole thing was already crazy because like the, we opened yeah. the laptop and my friends and family like yeah. scream for you know a whole minute mm-hmm. and a half and then we're doing'm waving starts, and that's really part of the, partly one of the moments that I always felt weakest, and I was so scared and and I just felt like I, all of a sudden I left my body and i and i could f- I just felt like these presences who've gone on to you know who've mm-hmm. gone on mm-hmm. in my life. I just felt all of them sort of like especially Kyle mm-hmm. there, and I felt their voices, and it was not me at all Wow it was very it was very bizarre and I don't actually describe a lot of that stuff, so it was very hard for me to accept, but uh-huh. I could not believe what was happening, and, um, yeah, I mean, so that's how I kind of tried to get there, and I had a lot of help, I yeah. think, in the sort of, yeah. in the spiritual sense, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was, and then, like, oh, it was also weird, because like, that day was the, we were um, celebrating his life through the uh, inauguration of the foundation in his name, we were having mm-hmm. this huge mm-hmm. fundraiser, and so, like, everyone was there knowing, the whole me being in the show that day was not part of the schedule yeah. at all. Yeah. And I, luckily it wasn't afterwards. Like, we didn't have some big party. We went there and we just, like, yeah. we had drinks there and sort of had this really nice kind of quaint night mm-hmm. with each other. And they had all to get ready for the showcase. I mean, it was like we could celebrate yeah, yeah, for yeah. a bit, but they had to do their thing. Yeah. Sure. So it was really, it was just, like, the perfect day. I mean, I would I would never be able to, like, that will probably
0: be one of the best days of my life still, you know, yeah. when I'm 60. I mean, totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds, like, really, like you said, truly, like, out of a novel. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, I mean, it was overwhelming. It was, yeah. like... And I, you know, a lot of it could just be, like, my own perception of it and trying to take it, whatever, where yeah. it needed to be, but, mm-hmm. like, it was... It, it just was so eerie, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I mean, I, I still talk about it all this time with my friends and family about it because it mm-hmm. just was so... It gives me the heebie-jeebies, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. In a good way, you're like, ooh. Like, weird. <laughs> <Ooh, yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, we want to kind of like bring up something, and to kind of like switch from like the m- amazing spiritual experiences that um, so a lot of people that that aren't in the theater don't really understand what um, like understudies or stand-by is like oh, the skill that it is. <sighs> Should um, we do
2: a vocabulary?
0: And so, oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, great. Yeah. So, Colton, we have a um, we have a segment on our show where mm-hmm. we explain to. Um, our lovely midwestern listeners or people who have no idea what theater is what we're talking what the fuck we're talking about oh yeah. my god I love so that. um so here's vocabulous wait what did they say please explain it's vocabulous
2: baby
0: okay so we're gonna have we're gonna explain what understudies and standbys are we have him explain it yeah yeah so colton have at it tell us what a standby does
1: um standby is someone who is a part of the cast um but because there are no sort of ensemble tracks or other tracks to um they're on stage with the principal players a standby uh, stays in the off-stage cast we call it someone who's in the wings who knows the part um who can step in as an as we know if they don't know understudies but mm-hmm. someone who steps in for the role when the person who's playing the role is sick or
0: injured or emergency or anything like that so yeah so it's similar to a swing and that it's someone that's off stage ready to go on and um and take over someone's track while they might be out yes um and uh it's similar to an understudy and that it's someone who knows a role in the show but um understudies are usually in the ensemble of the show so they have their own show to do at night and then um, on the side, they have to know another person. Which I couldn't even imagine that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. So that's vocabulary for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people don't know that. If they haven't listened to the podcast, they yeah. definitely don't know. Yeah. Um, and uh, oft times in a show, especially where uh, an actor playing a lead role is getting a lot of acclaim mm-hmm. and people are, you know, flocking to the theater to hear what everyone's talking about... Um, if they get a little slip in their program, sometimes they're not oh, the man. most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've kind of had some like nice, um, well, specifically like the Sports Illustrated right, like oh my God, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> which is kind of like that was like my so like, random little league dream come true, <laughs>
2: like <laughs> Peter King.
0: You know. But it's interesting, like, because that's a whole other aspect of, of coming in and like stepping into a role. Yeah. Is kind of audience um, expectation. Especially exhale. Is what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> especially with the show. It's like a oh god. Like, especially with the show like Darren Hansen because yep. everyone's talking about Ben. ben yeah. You know? He's the alien, which is true. Yeah. It's like yeah, you want to see it. Well, I how? But you. It seems like especially in the, the things I've seen that you you got a, you got like the the credit that that really the offstage stage like understudies standbys deserve. Dream for you. Yeah, yeah. But um, tell us about that. I mean, how does that affect? Does that come into your mind at all? Like, do you have to like yeah, yeah, lock that out? What What's that like? I'll say it again. I mean,
1: this probably just sounds like a broken record. I was very lucky. Mm-hmm. I I came into the show worrying about that immediately, just mm-hmm. knowing th- what what I was riding on the heels of. Sure. And when I saw it the first time, I went, "Oh fuck!" And like, I just <laughs> knew, like, <laughs> yeah. it was, like, I I, yeah. I, I knew it was going to be tough, and I knew. What Ben deserved to have and what he was going to get and what he's now reaping mm-hmm. the benefit of, and mm-hmm. I, I knew, that, that it was going to take a lot out of me to step up, and I got lucky because, I was in the maybe one of the few jobs, that I have seen in in the theater where, someone sees the show, and their first one of their first thoughts is like, who the fuck could have done that, mm-hmm. and then when they're like walking away, they go. Oh, I wonder who really could do that. Yeah. and like they're—they mm-hmm. have this genuine curiosity, right? And so I was always worried about this sort of pressure from the outside of the theater. Um, but when we actually did the the damn thing, like, it was weird. I I went on for the first time. I opened the laptop. Everyone gave me this like the sort of mm-hmm. you know air quote star applause moment sure. that Ben always received every night. Um, I just was like, okay, that was you know it's my friends and family they asked everyone around them to cheer and (laughs) clap which they did do Um, and and I saw okay that's done and then I went on the second time which was some random Tuesday night Mm -hmm. two weeks later or something like that and it happened again and I was like this is bizarre and not a single time when I went on did it not happen it was Hmm. it was this weird and I I think it's it's, the thing is it's really brilliantly staged in this way of like like, it, it doesn't have to be that at all You could open the laptop, and it's just this, um, and I really don't, I think Michael even would say this, but, like, I don't think it's meant to exactly be a Star Applause moment, because it's this beautiful moment of that light shines, Mm -hmm. and then you just see a boy so scared,
2: Mm -hmm. like,
1: for the first time, and you immediately know, like, oh, God, I know who this is, and I know who this is going to be, Mm -hmm. and it might be me, Mm -hmm. and, like, and so that moment works in so many ways, but, like, I was always just ready, like this is not gonna, it's not gonna be a problem. Yeah. I'll open it. We will act the shit out of it. I'll mm-hmm. be so scared, yeah, I will be, and then, sure. and then, um, and then we'll move on. And I don't know. It just like, like I said, I feel like everyone was always like, you know, what it's been, it's been, and, and it is. I mean, he re- like the th- the groundwork that he put in for that part is just like, it's.
2: Mm-hmm. I was really lucky
1: to have that as like a role model sure. for you know anything, and I he knows that, and I would tell him that any day, but like. Also, I'd always could people would be like, "How can you? How are you gonna do it? How are you doing?" I'd be like, "Well, you know, guys, we're sitting on a golden egg here. Like, yeah, the, uh, yeah. like, it. The, the time by the time we finish singing, waving, the like, audience is with you. You have them in yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, yeah. the story is just so new, so fresh, mm-hmm. so compelling, and it's written actually perfectly. Like, I, I've yes. never found a single mm-hmm. flaw when I've and I've sat through it. <laughs> Five thousand times, and, like, I, my cynical ass brain tries to find sure. something wrong. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong. Like, like you can't f- pinpoint some like a real gripe with it. And so, I would always just. It, it surprised me at first, but once I really like was able to, w- to step away from it and
0: be like, why is this happening? Why are people being so kind? It's because like the show begs it of people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think, and and that's what I think is being proven now. I mean, it, it's the the show's on its third Evan at yeah. this point, so it's like, and it's still doing the same business. It's still yeah. like everyone's receiving the same accolades. So it's like the show and the same warmth and like yeah. yeah, the show itself is written so well that like it's going to have a life with lots of different people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I also think so many people connect to the show and the character that you know it's just you know it's a, it's the character that that really drives it you 100%. know and um, a lot of a lot of actors are going to be able to bring their own unique spent flair on yeah, who that really. person is yeah. Um but I totally agree I just think that the show does it
1: yeah it's just you know? it's just this, this open even the character himself is this open welcoming thing of like we are never going to prescribe this kid with what's wrong with him. And some would, ar- some would argue that mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with him. And that's sure. that's the beauty and the tragedy of the show. Mm-hmm. That, like, he could have been fine. We see it this whole time, maybe. Oh, yeah. And that's what's really tragic. But, like, that's, so- that's sort of the welcoming arms of it. Like, come as you will. Show us. Open your chest cavity as much as you can and show us really what's ugly down there. And no matter what, these people will love you for it. Yeah. Because people, people don't get that anymore. And so... Mm-hmm you can bring your own quirks and uh, ugliness to it yeah. however you see fit because it's just it doesn't it doesn't pigeonhole anything it just yeah. allows this kid to be dealing with what may be anxiety what may be depression whatever it is it's on a spectrum of some sort and like the magnitude of it can change from it can ebb and flow from person to person yeah. and that's like all that it is it. Just it just begs truth. That's all it begs. You know, like it just wants truth out of people, and that's what I think is what you're saying. It, mm-hmm. There's no way to not naturally
0: resonate. Yeah. So. Do you wanna Do you wanna talk about kind of like, um, how the show and um, the outreach that the show does has like come into your life? I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was an
1: education for me, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, like I said, I'm still. Sort of growing up in this sort, of, I, I'm a part of the problem. Like yeah. that's, that's the thing. Like I grew we all up, are exactly, yeah, yeah. but but specifically, I felt like I grew up in a time that was on the edge. Like I mean, Instagram didn't happen until I was like, I don't know, maybe like a sophomore year high school. honestly,
2: kind of like 2012, I think. Yeah, was but like it really on.
0: started to take off our
2: senior sophomore year of college. Maybe yeah.
0: is when like the newsies kind of like, but at that point, the newsies were like huge Instagram stars and. They had like a thousand followers. Like people just weren't on no, yeah. Instagram yeah. like they are now. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I, I,
1: you guys know this. Like we lived through MySpace. Like yeah, yeah. Like so there there was sort of a a before and after in mm-hmm. a way, and um, that's why this piece is so nice. Um, I mean, I think it speaks to almost every generation. Yes, 100%. but like for me, it, it read in such a way of like, and I won't get like too personal. But when I when I heard that the end of Act 1, when I heard the... And it wasn't the song. I mean, the song, of course, is brilliant, mm-hmm. but, like, it's the in-betweens, the, like, sending all the love from Vermont. I'm yeah. S- um, all the feels. I'm like, all this really, really... Steve did a great job of doing this very specific language mm-hmm. that immediately made me go, ugh, oh, Like, oh, I had... So... It made me so angry for a second, and then mm-hmm. so relieved. Like, I, there was, like, years and years of this sort of guilt, or, or really, like, hate for... Experiences in my life that I'd seen sort of a, a tragedy porn kind of scenarios, mm-hmm. and like, and I harbored such resentment for people, and I and I realized I was like, I have to forgive. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's just the way it is. I mean, the point of this whole thing, this online mess, is that you are create curating your own reality. Yeah. And when tragedy strikes, there's no way to really spin it. Yeah. But you're gonna. But people are gonna try. Like mm-hmm. that's the point. It's the perfect reality. So mm-hmm. like. There is a way to, to go. This was bad, but but oh my god! But we can move on and like and and it was so frustrating when I had gone through points of tr- of tragedy in the lives around me or in my life and seeing the way that the internet sort of influenced that, mm-hmm. or even influenced the way people talked about it in real life. Yeah, um, it was such an education for me to be like, I need to let that shit go. Like there wow. there that's just the way people do it now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's when a celebrity dies and everyone talks about it online, like, you just do it. I mean, so people, like, yeah. it doesn't take away from the fact... It's the same of when people used to say, like, you know, everyone grieves in different ways. People laugh, people cry, you know. Yeah. No. It's the same. I mean, it, it's still a, a form of grief, and it is valid. It just... Mm-hmm. It's not going to be exactly pleasant for all parties involved. And, and um, I mean, beyond that, even, there's the actual very technical aspects of, like, we were partnered up with, like, the Jed Foundation. Right. Suicide Prevention Hotline and and meeting some of those ambassadors and and kind of just getting more of the vocab under my belt
2: mm-hmm.
1: and understanding the severity of the issue. Um, I I could never like I, I could I could never repay them for that right because I just I wasn't aware I, I mean I was lucky enough that it didn't really happen at my high school there wasn't sort there was no yeah. big you know tragedy or accident. Uh, or not so, axi- you know, you right. know what I mean. Uh-huh. And so like, there was, I was a little bit shielded away from that, and mm-hmm. I'm, I was really eye opening. Um, and like I said before about just like being important to do theater of social change. Yeah, or, yeah. It, it, all of a sudden was this call to arms mm-hmm. um, in my heart of like, oh, this this makes sense to me. Yeah. Oh, this makes me feel like I'm 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 doing this for the right reason. And, and not that there's any other you know, wrong reason it's no, just for right. me it
0: felt like it was like Totally. Oh, okay, I get it now. Um so yeah, that's kinda where it, it took me. That's amazing. I mean and I think that's really that's that obviously has like um, been a part of your kind of accelerated journey with mm-hmm. this thing is that um, those things being put in your life were part of your, your own school of life and, exactly. and figuring out what's important to to Colton the person and not just um, Colton Ryan totally. equity member you know what I mean for sure <laughs> and, and, and as you can imagine like the show opened a lot of other doors too and totally. I
1: was able to sit in or be a part of other things that like also I was like oh my god there's a like I thought I had a, a piece out of this issue um I don't or mm-hmm. or or the idea was that like I would see something no I wouldn't I, I was working on a piece at, at some point that was um that, I mean, it was just a, a topic about race relations in America, mm-hmm. and I guess up to that point, I was like, "Oh, I I have the answer. I'm like a
2: mm-hmm. I'm a
1: woke liberal kid yeah. who's on the internet. Like, totally. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get it. I know." It. And then like, and I just heard it from so many different sides because that's what's awesome about good yeah. theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it made me a lot of it. It made me a, existentially, you know, mm-hmm. depressed every day. I'd wake up yeah. when I was working that piece, being like there is no answer yeah, um, and <laughs> yeah totally but but I, w- I mean I wouldn't have had that education if it wasn't for yeah. I wouldn't have been a part of that opportunity I wouldn't have been to other, other opportunities that just like that is giving me this sort of school of life yeah. scenario that I would not have had otherwise and so I'm very very grateful and thankful for that
0: um, I'm, I'm so great, Mel <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> On that note, we're going to move to stupid stuff. Yeah. Stupid stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring on the stupid stuff. Bring <gasps> on the stupid stuff. We're out of gummy worms. No! That's stupid. Woo! Okay, so, um, as you may know, my love of show merchandise has gone back a long time. Word high school. have known it ever since. way. So today, uh, I have a segment on the show called Merch Madness. I review... Show shirts against each other in a versus format, and uh, I declare a winner. And do, do, wait, do we get to? You can give feedback. Okay, a yeah. um, rating. Today is a is a flashback to my high school resume. Thank God. So this is merch practice.
1: That was my original Broadway, by the way. Your high school resume, <laughs> not even a joke. That that is my original. That was actually my original. <laughs> you're ridiculous. <laughs> so I gotta have it. Uh, Cause I'm your. Wait, I'm your. I knew it.
0: I was like, wait, that is definitely. I'm your elder. <laughs> um, so t- here I have two shirts, not from the productions specifically from high school. But I was gonna from, say I was like, if yeah, that's from your, from, if that's like, from that, that right production right, that right. I know, <laughs> my god. Alafia uh, did not do any of that. Well, they we had shirts, but they weren't they weren't so that cute. They had your name um, on the back, but they know, sure like. did. Um, so I have my shirts from shows that I had the leads in in high school. <laughs> um, I, mean, I, I would consider
1: that an ensemble piece, so I would consider you. Bye. You the,
0: Bye. <laughs> the way we staged it, I was the lead. Oh, okay, the front shh. center, baby. Um, <laughs> the first one was my junior year. I was Horton in Seussical the musical. <laughs> And this shirt, believe it or not, is from when I saw the like national tour when I was a child uh, that came through the Lexington hey. Opera House. Hey.
1: A person's a person, no matter, yeah. how, no matter how small. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Our that, barf that is <laughs> so full. <laughs> that wa- yeah. That <laughs> wasn't yeah. no. Sorry, that yeah. wasn't barf.
2: That was shit. I that was, <laughs> <laughs> I pooted myself there. Yeah,
0: this studio's a mess. Um, <laughs> so this is a shirt from a long time ago, and I can't believe it still is in is intact. Honestly, but it's uh, a faded navy. Shirt with um. The there, there is nothing sexier
1: than the, the terms <laughs> faded navy. Yeah, faded like that, navy that to me, shirt. that's like everything oh. I want out of my. As I wear a navy shirt right now, <laughs> I'm like, please, yes, yeah, more really faded like, navy I've in had the world
0: ever. Um, it has the Susical logo in like bright yellow and teal, and um, it's cracked because I've had it oh, for so long. Even better. I'm surprised there's it's, no hat. Like a it's like, like I paid a lot of money for it. Ever, You're right. You yeah.
2: yeah. There, there is
0: no cat in the hat. Yeah. Um, but that's honestly, I think that would, that would bring the shirt down for me. You I p- like you a pigeonhole. It.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The shirt I, for you.
0: I like that it's just the navy with the 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 text. Sure. I really like that about the shirt. Um, it's simple. There's nothing on the. Yeah, it's sleeve. my front It's like a, it's, it's just solid really great. Well, the way it's I mean, colored. we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see what uh, we'll see what goes down because we also have to hear what the people, the people have to on. say. Oh, I see. Um, up next is uh, my senior year. I played J Pierpont Finch and how to succeed in business without <laughs> really trying. Um, which was like truly life or death for me at that point. Like the stakes were so high. Like if we didn't do it, I was gonna like I was going to lose my shit. If I didn't get the part, I was gonna lose my shit. Like it was just very high stakes. Oh my god! We are very lucky. Both those things happened then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Who knows? <laughs> who knows what would happen? Um, but this is from the most recent revival with, um, loved. with Daniel Radcliffe. I love that revival too. So, that was probably, I think I own this shirt it was, as well. It was an extravaganza. It yes. was very full. Rob Ashford, gorgeous men. Yeah. In um, this is a like a light gray shirt. Um, it has a lot of people in suits um, in a square. And then there's one suit that is teal and he has a bow tie and that's Mr. Finch. And on the bottom it says in teal, uh, brotherhood of men. And it has the how to succeed logo on the sleeve, as many do. I'll be honest, I don't think that shirt ages well. Oh, interesting. Oh. With the concept of like right now of being sure. you know, a part of the sure. Mewtwo movement. That's yeah. Well yeah, I think uh, you'll have to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think the show I think the show itself is so aware and tongue in cheek. No, oh, totally. I mean that's yeah. why it won the Pulitzer is that it was like so aware, like in a time where no one was aware. Hundred percent. Um, I think it, it it is still a little cringy. No, I I no, I think you're totally right. The shirt out of context? Yeah. If you did the shirt out of oh, context.
1: Yes. If I if I saw you in the street with that
0: I'd be like the oh, shirt out funny. of context. That's a, okay, that's a choice, but sure. I would yeah. need to like I would need to like wear a rainbow pin or like, like a <laughs> safety <laughs> pin or something. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yes. And, like, yeah safety yes, yes, pin, yes, Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um so I really like these shirts. Um we're going to go to what the people think on my personal Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, 53% of people voted for my How to Succeed shirt, Ooh, while 40 s- 47% voted for Susicle It's funny that 53% of people are wrong.
2: Oh. Well, we don't know who wins yet. Okay, just make
0: sure. Just make sure. <laughs> On our Equity One Instagram, it's very similar. 52% for How to Succeed in Business, and 48% for Susicle Interesting. I do have to say, the people... We're wrong. Yeah, the winner <laughs> of this week's merch madness is is my school shirt. Hell, it's just the the nostalgia is right. the The fit is right. <coughs> <laughs> That's that's literally in the theme song. Is yeah. it really? Yes. Yeah, that's Just, it. just making sure you are here so, works. Well, yeah. You are so fucking on brand. It's like yeah. No, I just needed to be like we need to have at least one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's, okay. it, it ends the theme song every time. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a solid end. It's also a good beginner. It's really good.
1: Yeah. It's like a good way to beginning. open a piece and, and a good way to end. It's, 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 hello. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, this is by far, by far the winner, and it gets a five out of five A's. And yes. 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 yes.
1: Um. I got a seven. It only goes to five. Oh, you broke the meter. But this might this <laughs> the might, shirt did. This, this <laughs> the shirt did, did. 5 um 7 As. I have a little gift for Elliot. <gasps> what is it, it is sh- keeping with the merchandise? Oh, it comes from shit. Cole. He was he's helped cleaning his friend's house oh, out. Fuck. This is
0: a Scarlet Pimpernel. What the fuck? Oh. Paper thing. Holy shit, it's a Scarlet Pimpernel fucking like Post-it pad. Yeah. <gasps> Okay, this is and amazing. And were just talking about how you're running out of post-its. So before I know, the I po- Before the podcast. Yeah. So I can post it. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Yeah. This is gorgeous. I'm never using it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's this week's Merch Madness. <laughs>
1: All right, we're sticking with silly stuff. Okay. So I just have a couple, like... Rapid fire questions oh, for you. Uh, you just yeah, get sure. the first thing that yeah. pops in your head sometimes. You get can, fr- yeah. Let's get a Freudian slip in here. Cool. Here we go. Okay, ready? Most used emojis. Uh, uh the poop. <laughs> How do you curb a cold? Hot toddy. Oh, okay. Nice. okay. What bourbon? Buffalo fries. Good morning. Oh my what god, goodness. that's really
0: interesting. That is not even in my top five. My, <laughs> my
1: uncle works there. Best, oh. b- best bourbon. It's not in your top five? Right. Reevaluate. Let's keep on Um, Someone who really. Oh my god, that's really bad. <laughs> Someone who you really want to work with? You two. Nice. Two? No, you two.
0: Oh, no, Bono, idiot. <laughs> uh, no, I met You Two, but what?
1: what? <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, 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 you know, before the Grammys, You Two would have been up there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> After the Grammys, not so much. They nice. may, they may hear this. Who knows?
2: Yeah. Oh I just didn't
1: like the way that, so that when sweet. they were presenting on stage, he Bono said like me and. Oh uh, no, he said. The Edge, what do you think? And I was like, wait, what? No, you just call him Edge. You don't have to say The Edge every time you like address don't, him. They don't hang out enough. Yeah, he's like, The Edge, what do you think? And I was like, that, that's not a casual way. Keep going. Okay. Rant over. But <laughs> oh, thank you. I can't wait to work with you. TV show that you have to binge right now? I just finished Parks and Rec for the seventh time, so that one. Nice. Solid. I'll cry. There's six points in the show that I cry every time. Top three book suggestions. Oh, my favorite of all time, Prayer for Own Meany, Anything John Irving, for sure. Okay. Um right now I'm reading Hillbilly Elegy to be a good Kentuckian and like a really woke individual, but um, I have opinions about that. Oh. So um what's my third one? Oh god. Um the Game of Thrones series for sure. Oh yeah,
0: okay. I'm gonna talk to you about the second one.
1: Um, what was a hobby Gosh. you had during your standby time, like what Backs- was a what? A hobby you did backstage when you were standing by. Oh, my God. I attempted to work out all the time. That never worked. Um, you know, I, Can I tell you the amount of Because you're ones- a
0: fucking unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, I tell
1: you, can you tell me the amount of things that I tried to do? I was like, oh, my God. I have so much time. I'm going to do my taxes. I'm going to play. The I'm going to learn the guitar. I, yeah. I had all these things yeah. collected in the room of all the things I would be doing. And then a year went by and I went... Oh, I'm in the exact same spot I was a year ago <laughs> on all of these things. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Great. Favorite curse word? Um, I mean, I can't say it. Yes, you can. We, we can. have an explicit. Yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah. Thunder <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's my favorite. Great. Okay. <laughs> Never have I ever. Okay.
1: Favorite Kentucky establishment? Ooh. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Browns. Work. Charlie you never Brown- took me to a Charlie
0: Brown's. Charlie Brown's is on. Um, is on. You ta- like, yeah, Chevy Chase like ta- Chevy T- Chase. Chase yeah. Treater, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, More, more exclusive stuff. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Blue Apron
1: seamless or your own dinner recipe? Oh man, I wish I could say last but seamless. <laughs> okay. Go to karaoke song. Ooh, my go to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, it's not usually for, uh, it's not usually a part of karaoke, but four Play Long Time by Boston is my go-to like performance art piece. It's like but it's 8 minutes, so it's not usually on karaoke. Woof, oh, woof, well, hard for <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> Three items you bring to a deserted island. Oh my god. Um a good book, a smile. Um no, I would uh, <laughs> I bring a router. Um, <laughs> I'd bring my PS4 and I'd probably bring my girlfriend Adrian. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, and Adrian, then, yeah. Adrian, you get to come, yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> last question. Um, favorite, like, this is a... Wait, this. I didn't bring a TV. Yeah. You, uh, you only get three What would I have TV. done? Oh, God. Sorry, Adrian, you're out. TV? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the last so, thing? Like, like a crazy, so, like, I can't believe this is my job moment. Oh, God. Um, who was the coolest person I ever met? There was a couple. Like, there was, like, I met Spielberg... Oh wow! I met like Reese Witherspoon, who mm-hmm. I'd seen, you know, *Legally along with my mom's yeah, sister, like hello. forty thousand times, and I love her. Um, I missed Beyonce. That was the one. God damn man. That'll that'll figure into my plug, my plugging myself later thing. I'll tell you, I I the one day I missed for other work, Beyonce came to the show. Classic.
0: You want to tell people what other work uh, you were working on? That's yeah, I'll tell you about all, the, all the things I'm uh, no. <laughs>
1: um, I am on the most recent season or the upcoming season of Homeland, which starts Ooh. on February 11th, if I'm not mistaken.
2: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and
1: uh, <laughs> I actually was just gonna look for my calendar and figure it out, but that was still open. Yeah, so just use <laughs> that. Um, no, yeah. It's, uh, Homeland starts. I'm on the. I'm a recurring kid named JJ Elkins, who um, y- you'll have to see, but oh, nice. some stuff goes down. Oh, that's Great. exciting. Yeah, it is. It's That's really, on really Showtime. Fun. On Showtime, yes. Okay. Um, and then uh, the I'm on an episode of The Americans in the final season this year. Work, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's New York works. Yes. Yeah. New York okay. film works. Yeah. I, says, um, I love that.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So that was that was great. And um, well, where can they where can the people stay tuned on social media to find out yeah. anything else they might want to know? Everything is at Colton the Wizard. Colton the Wizard okay. on every. That's the brand, baby. Yeah. Yes. You can of course find our show on Instagram and Facebook at Equity One Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Equity One underscore. And please email us at equity one podcast at gmail.com. Elliot, where can we find you at? You can find me at Elliot Maddox on everything. Caleb? You can find me at Caleb Dickey on everything. Mm-hmm. Alright, until next time, guys. Cheers!
2: Cheers! Do you need-
1: with a little help from
2: mine, try with a little
1: help from mine. What would you do if I sang out to tune? Would you stand up and walk out?